Welcome to Applied Engineering, the D&D 5e actual play podcast that is designed to help you fall asleep at night and get a good night's rest. I'm Josh, the dungeon master and sleepy boy who runs the show, and I'm joined as always by my uh, friends and co-hosts. We have Daniel over here. He's asleep. I want to cream away. Touch me. I'll kick your ass. And Janelle, Janelle here too. She's she's asleep too. Uh, well, I kind of was, but then he started talking about kicking people's asses. So I think maybe I'm gonna move to the couch, just for safety. Kick everyone's ass, yeah. Nate's Nate's over here too. Look at him. I I think he's asleep. Focus. Focus. Oh my gosh, look at Joel. He's here He's here as well, and he's always asleep. <sighs> and finally, we have AJ, and guess what? He's awake. Huh? I can't sleep, Josh. They're here. I see them. Maybe it's because you keep talking during everyone else's introductions. <laughs> Maybe that's why you can't fall asleep, AJ. Whoa. <laughs> It's so dark, guys. What happened to the sun? This was an elaborate plan on Josh's part to throw shade at AJ. <laughs> well, now that we're all awake, how are you guys doing? I'm great. I don't know what the problem is. I'm feeling I'm I'm feeling pretty well rested after that. Yeah, I had a dream where a guy came and kicked my ass. It's terrible. <laughs> yep, hey, AJ a and Nate are grad students. They don't sleep. That's funny. I know, that was a funny joke on my part. Funny joke? I have finally learned how to ascend beyond the needs of such mortal desires and needs such as sleep. I just realized that if you skip drinking coffee, but instead inject it directly into your veins, you too can stay awake for many hours straight. If you just do cocaine, you don't need to sleep. <laughs> exactly. Oh my god. Use cocaine responsibly. Applied engineering does not endorse the use of cocaine. Or no, we other... don't, but we do endorse the use of caffeine powder. Just mix it in and drink it on up. Especially if you snort it. No. No, Nate. <laughs> hey, there's oh, nothing God. illegal about snorting co- or, uh, caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is. Now we're putting the whole bit in. <laughs> Look, it doesn't say not to snort it. <laughs> Oh my god. They obviously didn't make the instructions clear enough. That's right. They just said add to the water or other supplies. It didn't say I had to snort it first or something like that. I know. I mean, regardless of whether you snort it or add it to water or get it from your coffee, I really need some caffeine because I think it's probably the latest we've ever recorded an episode. So I think this will be an interesting night because I've learned in all the years I've DM'd for you guys, I've learned that I tend to let loose and uh, get very brutal the less sleep I have. Uh-oh. So, I mean, even if there isn't an encounter, like, things things could go bad. E- even if it's, like, a five-year-old child comes after you with a knife, like... Oh, God. I mean, we've anything already had could the, happen. the barmaid come after us with the... Or the server girl come after us with a knife, so... Yeah. Uh, I mean, as long as it's taken over by a robot thing, or whatever the implementations are, I mean, technically, anybody could come after us with a knife. Yeah, exactly. It could be very violent. So I'm I'm honestly kind of interested to see how this will go. We'll we'll just have to find out and see how I applied engineering there it tonight. Is. 
They did the thing. There you go. That's one of our catchphrases, right? Yeah. It'll catch on. <laughs> I don't yeah. have anything else to say. <laughs> <clears throat> so getting on to the episode. <laughs> yeah, I guess. do over to you. Go ahead, Josh. All right, guys. All right, well, how about uh, now that we've all woken up and gotten a nice rest, let's dive right into the episode. Give me what? There we go. So before we do that, I'm going to give us a quick recap of what happened last week, and then we'll get going. So last episode, you guys came across a confrontation between Mr. Smills and Lady Hecate's young apprentice, who you later learned was named Fergus, where the former, Mr. Smills, publicly accused the latter of being behind the strange explosions in town. Gunner did get a chance to talk to Fergus and learned that he doesn't know anything about what was going on, while the rest of the party talked to Laszlo about their plan to get an audience with Lady Hecate, which involved pretending to be wheat farmers to get an audience in the first place. So we're going to jump right in where you guys are going directly against what Laszlo asked, which was (laughs) to not go anywhere. And you guys decide you were going to go investigate the wells around the town, investigate the morgue, and check out that grove at the edge of Farmer Rolf's field. So we will jump right into things and join our party as they gather around one of the many wells in town. So you guys are at the well now. You're looking down in it. What are you looking for? Well, that's deep. (laughs) <laughs> Nate, what, what was it that the weird cobbler guy told you about the wells? I'm trying to remember. Said something along the lines of he was just there and fell in. That is not what he said at all, Nate. <laughs> bad water. He thinks he drank bad water and was like sick and out of it or something. Hey, 50-50 shot. <laughs> <laughs> he either drank the water or he fell in. I thought I'd just make a guess. <laughs> yeah, okay, so all jasper was told was that this caleb the cobbler claimed that he got sick from water at one of the wells but as far as you know he's the only person who did so maybe we're looking for a way to the underground connected to one of the wells like maybe he went to go get water and then he got snatched that's a good idea yeah is there any well in the vicinity of like where we went down into the tunnels yesterday or is that the one that we're at, maybe? No, well, yeah, actually, uh, I think probably the closest well would be the one uh, within a block of the Marble Throne. It's probably where the Marble Throne gets most of its water. So yeah, you guys are looking down in this well right next to the Marble Throne. Sorry, a block away from the Marble Throne, not next to it. Do we see anything cool in there? Well, you see a well. Um, you guys can throw a torch in there and see how long it takes to extinguish or you can climb down yourself but people would give you weird looks if you did that because there are a lot of people around and there are people currently drawing water <laughs> oh no but but we're well inspectors <laughs> <laughs> people ask us how we're doing we say we're doing quite well ha. oh god yeah what do, do we want to start with the torch maybe yeah well, I could just look down there Oh, well, I mean, how, how deep is it? I, I have dark vision, but only out to 60 I, feet. Yeah, I have up to 120. Oh, very nice. The, the, yeah, the well's about 40 feet down. So yeah, you can you look down, and you're kind of peering around, and 
you think you can see something. <laughs> like it looks like the well was dug just a little bit deeper so that the water that was getting drawn up is below a small opening in the sidewall of the well. What do you see, Aogon? It appears that there's a, a bit of an opening down there. Hmm. Big? Small? Uh, Big enough for me? I, I suppose I, I can't quite tell the exact dimensions from, from here. We might have to send someone down to take a look. I'll go. <laughs> well. There are a lot of people looking at you guys weird because you guys are just peering down the well. <laughs> One of the farmers comes up and he says, Yep, that's water down there. That's good. Or is it? Well, I mean, oh my god. Do, do you know that as a fact? Well, is that yeah, it is? Yeah, we're drinking it. I think that maybe we should come back a little bit later. Now, can you get out of Gentlemen. my way? I need, to get, I need to get water for my cows. <laughs> Hold on a second. Uh, actually... My friend here is is a well inspector. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that right, Gunner? Is he? Yes, Gunner. Gunner here is a well inspector. Yeah, why don't you give me a deception check, Joel? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can I assist in any way since I'm part of his ruse? Uh, well, let's see how he does, and I'll let you assist. Um, I rolled a one on the die. Oh, no. <laughs> so that's a four. Oh, boy. Okay, so he's looking very suspiciously at Aegon, and then Gunner can pop in and try to pick up the slack. So, Daniel, give me something entertaining, and I'll let Joel re-roll. <laughs> well, that, that's what I'm trying to say, is it's all, we know it's all water, but do you know what is even in that water, and you're going to give that to your cows, which you are then going to drink? No. This requires someone with expertise. My friend here is is being modest. He's not only a well inspector, but a fine one at that. You need him. Gunnar, Gunnar you're the well inspector. <laughs> uh, we're both well inspectors. <laughs> okay, Joel, give me a... Give me a you have advantage now, so give me the second roll. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, that's a, a 19 on the die, so it's now a oh 22. My God. Okay. He's like... Huh. Hey, hey, Jim. We got some well inspectors. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna make the water even better. Oh. We're gonna have some great water now. Oh man, yeah. And, and people are starting to chatter. They're like, "Oh my gosh, wow! Well inspectors, finally." <laughs> oh no. Yes. Don't worry about it. I'll I'll go down myself. This is this is a code seven. We've seen this before. It will be taken code care seven, of. Code 7, Code 7, Code 7. Oh my god, it's Code 7. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you do know what, what a Code 7 is, don't you? Gunner's just no, kind of looking no, around. No, 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 we don't. No. Oh, yes, 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 we do. Yes, yes, it's very serious. Yes, we know. Oh my gosh, it's Code 7. Oh my gosh, you should check it out. Well, you must have stepped back. Oh, we'll step back. And they start moving away from the well. This is amazing. I love this. Do people fall for these tricks normally? <laughs> they do in the Quite fantasy just. world. <laughs> like uh, I said, it's late and I'm tired, so I'm letting it go. <laughs> I love this. Vez kind of like gives Jasper like a tap and like a look to be like, be quiet. <laughs> well, I think we'd better have our, our hired muscles lower you down into the well. Uh, Fio, get, get right to it. Uh, 
You yes. get paid and you're to stand around. No, no, cause I get paid and I am a helper of these well inspectors. Fio, Cause stop. I'm, I don't know what I'm doing. I just keep talking, I'm scared. J just don't, just don't talk. <laughs> just Jasper stop. looks at Zavez and goes, aren't you going to correct him then? We didn't, we didn't rehearse, Gunter. Alright, so. Actually, I think I'm just going to watch. This is really kind of funny. Would you like a snack? Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Fio is going to lower Gunner into the well. Sophia, why don't you give me an athletics check? Okay, I'm gonna tie my rope to him. Because I tie knots really well. <laughs> oh, is he gonna are you gonna hop in the bucket? You could probably just use your own rope. Okay, I'll use my own rope. Yeah. Uh, just kind of hang on to this. Uh, he's not going to try to tie you up because no one likes Theo tying people up, I guess. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. <laughs> gonna, gonna get... <laughs> Give me what? There we go. Here we if go. You... Stop. If you drop my character 40 feet, I am going to be very upset with you. I rolled a natural one. <laughs> What is it total? Uh, I, I'm trained in athletics. Sounds good. Um, I, it's a five. <laughs> Boy, get him once. How are you going to explain to Hecate when your clothes are all ruined already? We've got time. We'll dry him out. Oh, dying. <laughs> You're going to hold on. Drops the rope. I can't Slash. believe I just want to say like a mosquito was landing on him, so he slapped it with both hands, <laughs> dropping the rope at the same time. So I will say, luckily for you, Daniel, Jeremy Crawford oh. has stated in sage advice that he has falling damage when falling into water. Oh, thank goodness. Well, that's good. So what is that, a D6? It's still, no, it's 4D6, and I have the <sighs> damage. Can As I at least try to catch myself as like an acrobatics no. check? Great, thanks. <laughs> I, I I know I I don't think you can. Oh man, because it's just he's he, you're climbing down. Well, here, how about the how about this? No, I'm just gonna go. Can we roll for critical damage? I'm not. I don't want to think about it too much. So, Theo starts to lower Gunner down, and. As he's doing so, he's getting freaked out because he's like, I don't know what I'm doing. And he just, the rope starts to slide between his hands and he freaks out and lunges forward to grab the rope, letting go of it in the process. <laughs> and it starts to fall and then Gunner starts to fall and then Theo grabs the rope and then Gunner is jerked upward and lets go and falls. Oh, no. And that would have been 12 falling damage. But since it's halved, it becomes six as he splashes into the water 40 feet down in a reverse belly flop. Oh, oh no. I'll get so he you. lands on his back, spread eagle, and sinks into the water. I was thinking like Tarzan, but on his back. No. <laughs> oh, Gunner, are you dead? Unfortunately, no. Oh, thank goodness. I'm going to get fired Owie. for this. Well, now that I'm invested, what do I, I look up and what do I see, Josh? All right, so about two feet above the water line at the bottom of the well, you can see an opening. It's about the size of a door. And when you crawl up to it and look through, 
you can see it is another access point to the ruins beneath the city. Most people wouldn't notice it because most people don't have dark vision and most people aren't just peering down the well. Plus, it's kind of pretty well hidden <laughs> based on the... Huh, I get it. Pretty well hidden. Yeah. Uh, based on the architecture of the, the bricks. Okay. Um, with that information, Gunner tugs on the rope and says, I want you to pull me up, but please, for the love of the gods, <laughs> don't drop me again. All right, Sophia, give give me another athletics oh, check. I'm so nervous. <laughs> I'm in agony. Oh, boy. Okay. His, ba- his back is like red and stinging. That's <laughs> a 21 total. Much better this time. Okay, you're able to pull them up and out of the well. Gunner, I'm so sorry. Are you okay? Mm. Please don't fire me. It's my first day. Well, you're lucky it was a code seven. One of the farmers comes up and says, Well, how, how's the well? Hmm. Well, uh, do you want the good news or, or the bad news? Uh, both. He looks really nervous. <sighs> okay, well, I'll start with the good news. Your water is fine and it is safe to drink. Okay, what's the bad news? Bad news is, hate to say it, I think you have some pretty severe infrastructure damage and it could affect the water very soon. So we will have to go back down this well and, and very likely the other wells uh, frequently for the next couple days. Oh, well, okay. Do you, do you want us to tell the... Okay, I. Okay, awesome. So, uh, yes, you can keep drawing water as normal, but if we come by to come check on the infrastructure, just understand that's why we're climbing into the wells. We wouldn't want you to think we're a couple of hooligans, you know? Oh, yeah, 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 sure. And the people start to chatter amongst themselves. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, okay, yeah. Well, yeah, we'll pass the word along. Sounds good, yeah. Yeah, because we are at a code seven now, but the last thing, Vivant, can you imagine if it got up to a code 19? Yay. Oh, I mean. Oh, no, code 19. Oh, that sounds awful. Oh, my gosh, code 19. Oh, my gosh, it's so bad. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. In which case, we'll, we'll have to close the whole town, and that's that's a yikes. So One little voice pipes up. That sounds a little extreme. Well, do you think dying is extreme? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys investigated the well, and you did confirm that this well near the marble throne does connect below. It is very possible that the other wells connect as well, but you don't know. And just to clarify why it's hard to see from above, because the well goes straight down and opens up into like a kind of a small cistern that goes out a little bit from the edge walls and the entrance is kind of hidden over there. Because mm. I just realized that people might think it's a little too obvious if it's just a straight tunnel down. No, that makes sense. Well, so I think we've got the information we need about the wells in general. I think it would be good to check out the other wells, but uh, maybe to save time we should go ahead and cut to the morgue. But What do you think? Gunner's talking to everybody. Oh. That sounds like a good plan to me. Best nods in agreement. Well, we, we seem to be on the same page. So, of course, Theo, uh, I want you to carry me to the morgue because my back is ruined and I need to rest. 
Yes, of course, of course. Here, here, here. And he gets down on his knees and like gets his arms back in, in proper piggyback fashion. Up, up. And Gunner, looking very dignified, just gets on his back. And as I start to walk away, he's just like, Code 7, beware of the Code 7. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is ridiculous. I love it. <laughs> Remember when I set up to draw attention? <laughs> uh, that went out the window. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you know, with with Gunner, he's going to draw attention to everything he does. The more they know, the more that they can use it against us. And shouting out things like Code 7 will only make them question potentially people and find out more. Oh, well, what's done is done. I think we're almost at the morgue now. Yeah, so you guys uh, take a trip through the streets and you come across the morgue. Most of the other buildings are made of wood but the morgue is made of stone, staffed in large bricks for the first level. And then it looks like there is a second level constructed from wood, but most of it's stone. Looks like it's kind of an older building. Maybe it was one of the oldest buildings here. And so you guys are are right outside the front door and there are actually a lot of windows into this building. So it's not like dark or dreary possible that these bodies are getting exposed to a little too much sunlight. No, it's probably designed so they don't get directly exposed. Oh, okay. Uh, are there a lot of people around? Well, in the streets, yeah. Kind of going about their daily business. Uh, traders, farmers, whatever. Two ideas. One, we scope out a place to get in through, like, a window in the back or something. Other idea... We find a nearby well and make our way there through the underground tunnels. We didn't have a contact or anything to get in. We just had to kind of find our way in, right? What do you mean? Well, I know Richard talked about... Didn't Richard tell us about the Morgan stuff? And I thought he mentioned something about Stephen getting in. Did, right? Oh, Stephen did. Stephen. Yeah, he me- he mentioned if you have someone who can sneak you into places. Oh, just sneak into the... However, you guys completely ignored that. So now you guys are just... You're going to have a much harder time getting in. Is there a well nearby? Possibly. I th- I think this is out of character because Fia wouldn't think of this right away. But I think we should look for a well nearby <laughs> and sneak our way in that way. What a great idea. <laughs> but I'm not going to postulate it. So Fia is just like ready to go to the door if everybody's going to the door. Uh, Fia, we, we can't go through the front door. I think we need to find a well and sneak in through that way. Oh, why can't you go in the front door? I, I don't know. Who said that? Oh, who said? Oh, no. I was just being dumb. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, they, they do keep it locked up because, well, they're worried about, suspi- like, you know, suspicious folk are worried about necromancy and curses and vampires and such. So they don't really let anyone in there. So if you guys want a little hint, there are also alleyways around. So you could get out of the main street view. And, you know, if you wanted, you could look for back doors, break a window <laughs> from the from an alleyway. Oh. You have a lot of options. So from the windows in the front, can we see what kind of lock is on the door? Or maybe one of the windows on the side, what kind of lock is on the door? Well, you can see the lock on the door from looking at the door. <laughs> no, I mean, like, if 
someone, I don't know, who has mage oh, hand can oh, see, see the lock see. and unlock it. So you want to see if there's like a, a sliding bolt or anything? Yeah. You wouldn't be able to see that from the window. You just don't have the viewing angle necessary for it. But you do see there is like a, a keyhole on the main door. So it, it at least has a standard lock. Well, if you can conceal me, I can work a little magic and maybe pop that puppy open. So go down into the alleyway and us just sort of block you. Is that what you want? No, I can I, I can pick I can pick the lock maybe. Oh, so just sort of create a distraction. Yeah, or or hmm, maybe alleyway first, and then picking the lock and trying to get inside second. She'll follow you to the alley. So what's the plan? Do you guys have any ideas? Oh well, uh, Josh, do we see anything different now that we're in the alleyway? Like, it... yeah. So you you duck around and into the alleyway, and you do find there are some windows in the back. That kind of look out into the the alleyway, and you also find a side door, kind of out of view. Like you go through the alley, and then there's like a, a corner. You take that corner, and then there's like a part of the building that juts out in the back. So you could huddle around the back of the building and make your way in through the door. If that makes any sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I think the the plan maybe should be to just huddle around the back door and try to pick the lock. Does Gunner say is locked, this is, to us? Is, every, is everyone okay with this? Because I know we've got some more, some members of our group who are a little more uh, in line with the law, so... Do we? I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I was just, I was just saying. I know. I was expecting Aegon to have some sort of code about breaking in. Oh no, he's him. chaotic. Whatever. You oh, know, okay. <laughs> he he wants to he wants to get uh, make everybody safe. And if this might be a place where uh, you know some shady business is going on, even more so that it it holds the uh, the corpses of of those past, right? You don't know if there might be some. Uh, bad behavior going on. Yeah, fair enough. All right, so you guys are all huddled in the back alley by the back door. You're gonna try. Who's gonna try to unlock it? Uh, I mean, I've got thieves' tools and proficiency in thieves' tools. Gunner, Gunner is gonna <laughs> unlock it. I guess so. Uh, does anyone have like guidance or any fun stuff to help me? I don't know. I haven't rolled no. yet. Okay, well... I don't, anyway. There we go. Uh, so that is... Ends up being a 16. 16? Okay, so Gunner gets up to the door, spends a few seconds messing around with it, and then he hears a click as he unlocks the door. Whew. Good. All right, we should hurry inside. So Gunner unlocks the room, and you guys all file into this uh, small 15 foot by 15 foot room with a single window and it has a stack of crates stacked up against the far wall this looks like it's a storage room probably holds all the materials to handle taking care of these bodies like you know the herbs and the scents to keep things down the tools to you know remove everything and make the bodies a little more presentable so what do you guys do you guys have Illegally broken into the storage room of the morgue. Oh boy. You criminals. What? <laughs> You're here too. Mm, Gunner's the only one that broke in. 
gonna looks nervous. What? No, I. Uh, who, who told you? Who told you that? Jasper has a little bowl of water next to him. He just washes his hands. I agree. So in this room, there are two doorways leading out. They're uh, they're on the same wall right next to each other, but one looks like it opens into a larger room, and one looks like it opens up into a hallway. And at the end of the hallway, you can see the main door, like the front door to the morgue. And then you can also see a door off to the side that leads to another larger room. Hmm. Be sure to be discreet when you're walking around uh, with all those windows around. Yeah, so you guys need to make sure you don't get seen because people see movement in here when there shouldn't be movement. Zombies. It's not going to go well for you. (laughs) Yeah, people are going to freak out. Oh my god, zombies! Mm -hmm. Now you're saying the the hallway that's in front of Theo, that's southernmost, that's the one that goes towards the front entrance. Yes. And then the one nearest Aegon opens up into what appears to be a larger room. Okay. Did we lock the door behind us? Can. I'll lock it. Cool. All right. Theo's going to nudge Aegon and go, let's go that way, not towards the front where lots of windows are. Uh, of, of course, yes. Let's let's take a look. So a- as you guys are, are walking, uh, 2-0 starts growling, and he's looking uh, through the doorway that Theo's near. And the master of the cat hisses and backs away into a corner. Um, guys. Tuo, Tuo is bristling, and he lets out a snarl and a bark at the oh, door where uh, Fio is. <laughs> well, so much for a surprise. As I said, he looks back at Tuo and says, Vera, Vera. He's like, stay calm. And he's gonna, Fio's gonna peek his head around through the doorway to look over this, oh, no. this direction. Not gonna stand in the door. He's not gonna stand in that spot. He's gonna look around and see what he sees with his axe in hand, ready for anything. Just duck. All right. Oh so... my gosh. <laughs> Sophia was going to peek around because the the door. Because when you look down the hallway, there's a door immediately to your left that leads into this larger room. Correct. I want to look to that one. So you peek around and. You look, and you see a a metallic hovering shape. No fucking way. Oh, God. This egg-shaped metallic head. Its weird glowy eyes are shut, so there's no light coming from it. Oh, no. But it's messing around with one of the bodies. Like, you can hear the sounds of, like, flesh being cut into and moved around. Oh no. You can't see the body, but you can see the thing. It hasn't reacted to you, but it's messing with something just out of your view. Oh, this is worst case scenario. No. And without opening its eyes, it slowly turns its egg-shaped head to look at you, and then it turns back to the body and continues its work. What? Oh, hey Farmer Ralph. How are you doing over there? <laughs> Feel <laughs> Fio slowly turns back to the group. He's like pale in the face. Well, pink in the face because he's usually red. He's like pale in the pale pink in the face. He goes, um, there's a, and he's like a emotionless head, like like he's holding a watermelon, and then he's uh, with the t- with the the leg. It's, it's right there, and it looked at me. 
We all know what you're concerned about. There's only one thing that makes you look this scared. Yeah. Jelly puss. Dun, dun, dun. What was Jasper going to say? Jasper said it looks obvious, so what's making you so scared? Oh, I thought you were going to like say something, like what it was. Also, on a side, side note, AJ, I do also want to say that this one did also have its tentacle implanted in the ground as well. Okay. Does it seem like it was... Um... Like, like it was grabbing onto stuff in there, or is it just like in the ground, like piercing it? It has a tentacle like implanted into the ground, and then the rest of them are messing with the body off screen. Gotcha. Okay. I I think we can get the drop on it. <laughs> Despite the fact that it turned to look at you as soon as you peeked around the door. Yes. It's it's not looking at me now, and it seems busy, but it did look at. Me. So. Yeah, I I think if if we are going to go for it, we need to all agree to go for it. Um, Josh, when I looked in there, were there any windows, or was it like a, a a dark darker room? No, there are windows. Ah, crap! But this thing is hovering at a height that makes it so you can't see it through the windows. Oh, mm. so like really high or what? Really low. So the body's just sitting on the floor. No, like this thing is like at the level of the table. Uh, like reaching Whatever up. it is, its spotlights are off and you you don't even know if it has to see what it's doing. Mm. Are these windows facing the street? Like the main street? Is this the back? Like I can't imagine they would prepare bodies facing the road, right? They're just kind of storing them here. But where are the like where did the windows look out into? These like ones. the windows on the left there, is that like the the street and the ones on yeah. the right, is that like towards the back? Here, I'm going to retcon because you guys have picked apart my morgue. The <laughs> windows are all shuttered. Oh, okay. There okay. we go. Okay. The windows are shuttered. <laughs> Thank you, Josh. You guys, you guys Josh. picked apart my dumb morgue. <laughs> we oh, it's good. Play. Guess what? I'm a chemical engineer, not an architect. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Okay, the windows are shuttered. I now it is very dark in here. So okay. can we at least get a heat exchanger in there or something like that? Shut up, Nate. <laughs> I want to make sure they're warm. everything I put together. A- at least we know that if we can charge it and potentially not be seen, which is something. And it'll still make a lot of noise, right? Well, at that point, it is what it is, I guess. I, I, I do just want to stress to you guys, it knew Theo was there yeah. mm-hmm. when he peeked around. It wasn't like, yeah, it knew he was there. Right. It already knew that we have meddled, and it already knows that we are here. Either we leave or just engage in it. Either way, if we leave, if it can report to anyone, we will just be found out we're here again. I, if it's working on someone and we can stop it, we need to stop it now. This might also confirm if this is uh, uh, the farmer that we are looking for, potentially. If he's in mid-process, since this is the end of day three coming soon. That would make sense, yes. We'll follow your lead, Fio. All melees, charged to be beat shields. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Fio is like, okay, okay. He starts pumping himself up. He slaps himself really hard, and then turns around and runs in. <laughs> wait, wait, oh, as, as Theo runs in, oh the gosh. machine whirs and its six spotlights blast open 
and shine right in your face. <laughs> you did not surprise it in the slightest. Roll for initiative. <laughs> we were going for surprise. <laughs> yes. Well, hopefully I got my bad roll out of the way. Fingers crossed. Oh, AJ. They said you'd follow my lead, and he wants to save whoever's on the table. Whoever's at the table's fucked already. No, you don't know that. So we'll we'll see how this goes. Yeah, I'm gonna send this quick. Yeah, uh, you know we've got a solution. You know, if you want this combat to end quick, you could just have the creature, you know, uh, decide to give up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. I'm just being realistic. You know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's funny. And he's we outnumber him. To die. <laughs> we outskill him, and we look better than him. See three reasons. <laughs> we got class. Farmer class. Yeah, farmer class and our peasant clothes. I just love imagining Theo in his farmer clothes with his with his overalls, just bulging <laughs> with his chest muscles, coming in with his straw hat, swinging this big old axe. This is when your shirt rips in half, you know, right down the middle, exposing your ripped body, and you just go, oh, there goes right, the disguise. So we're going to jump into this fight. And the first thing that's going to go is this thing with a 22 oh my on its initiative. I rolled 19. Why? Because I rolled a natural 20. <laughs> Dang it, no! So what this thing is going to do is, is it is going to fly towards you immediately, and it's going to splay out its tentacles. If you guys have seen those videos of uh, giant squids attacking bait like it splays out the tentacles in like a sunburst and then whips the bladed tips towards Fio and it is going to try to attack him with the blades at the end of its tentacles it's going to go in that is going to be a 15 to hit yeah that'll hit um real quick before you roll any damage was I able to like actually do my rage before I ran in no oh okay no, because as soon as you started to make a move, it sprang up as well. So that's why we rolled initiative. So you can rage on your turn, but it is moving so fast that you just haven't had time yet. Hadn't had time to flex. So it's going to hit you with that 15. That is going to be nine points of slashing damage. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's going to twirl around and no. slash you again. That is going to be a 19 to hit. Yeah, that hits. That is actually going to be a bad roll on my part. So oh, that is God. only going to be five points of slashing damage. Oh, boy. Good, only five. So it just it goes at you, and it's just a whirlwind of blades and tentacles slashing at you. You know, shredding through your fresh farmer clothing. <laughs> uh, it gets a few, like, cuts on you, so now you're covered in blood, too from these like superficial cuts, but they're still bleeding. And it just whirs as it rises into the air and spreads its tentacles out, almost like it's challenging you. Oh man. Yeah, we need to talk to Theo about like strategy and preemptive planning for (laughs) combat. The question is, do you think talking to him will actually fix the problem? Ouch. If he almost dies, maybe. All right, Theo, it's your turn. Okay, Theo uh, is going to move around this thing to make room for his friends and get towards the wall to get between it and the body. Then he's going to use his bonus action to rage because this is awful and he hates this and he's mad at this thing. And then he's going to attack. Yes, 
That is a 18 to hit. That will hit. Yes. Woo. Alrighty, so that's uh, I get the rage damage with that. Oh, it's a D12. Yes. Oh, I haven't done this in forever. Woo. Oh. 11 plus 4, that is 15 damage to this All thing. All right, so you Good. loop around this thing, dodging its tentacles as they slash at you, and then you come around, you swing your axe, and you slice off one of its tentacles, and there's a spray of sparks and this blue fluid as you score a massive hit on this thing. Yes. All right, that's Fio's turn. All right, Aegon. You hear all this going down, but you can't see it because you're not in the room yet. What's your plan? Uh, well, he can guess what is going on, and since he recalls the trouble he had last time, I think he wants to try and end it fast. So, well, Aegon's going to run around the corner, he's going to get his bearings, and then he's going to quickly level his rod at the creature or, or machine, and he's going to cast a Guiding Bolt at it. Oh boy, all right. So, that's a uh, that's a crit, actually. <laughs> oh my goodness! Ooh, so yeah, baby. That's gonna be quite Let's a bit. Roll of double the dice. Quite a bit. Guiding bolt does forty-six. So, oh, oh my crap. gosh! So you did a fireball, is what you mean? Basically, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'll get a billion dice rolled. Uh, seven plus seven, fourteen. Plus four is 18. Plus uh, eight is 26 radiant damage. Oh my, oh my god. god. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> so I will say, you guys are very lucky that I changed my mind and made the windows all shut. <laughs> yeah. Because Guiding Bolt is a flash of light. So yeah. that would have been very obvious oh, thank otherwise. God. So yeah, you fire this bolt. You're 10 feet away from this thing and it just hits it and you it lets out this kind of like a gong sound as your blast hits its metal carapace and just illuminates the entire interior of the building with light. Oh boy. Uh, yeah, and so the next attack against it also has advantage. So whoever does that. Yay. And you guys might be able to alpha strike yeah, this thing. With that, uh, Aegon is going to duck back around the corner. All right, so it's on to Jasper. Jasper, are you going to do your your traditional kill stealing? Oh, my gosh. Do I don't do think it, I do can it. even get to him, to be honest, because it's 5'10", 15, 20, 25, 30, and then I cut everyone else off. Oh, that's fine. Well, as long as you can kill it, it wouldn't matter. Yeah, no, that's fine. We can We can still get there. I'll cast magic missiles. Nice. All right, so you run to the entrance to the room and you fire your creepy, glowing eyeball magic missiles at it. <laughs> nice little eyeballs with black and oozing tendrils go off to the side of it, hitting the creature. Nice. And I will deal 13 damage to it, with each Ooh. one pelting it in different locations. Okay, so it is. this thing is not dead yet, but oh. it is close. It is leaking this blue glowing fluid from every orifice. Oh, man. And from all these holes you've punctured into it. And it is spiraling around as if it's trying to look for a way to escape. But I don't think it's going to have a chance to do that. Come on. Come on. So now it's Gunner's turn. 
Gunner's gonna save the day. <laughs> Gunner the plumber. I think Gunner. So I guess not the meta game. I think Gunner would would have done this, uh, not knowing because he doesn't know the condition of the creature. But I think he's still he doesn't understand that we're on the winning side. So he's it's very rare. Yes. <laughs> he he's getting into this like primal state. You could say he's shifting. So he hasn't done this in a while. So, yeah, so the hair on his body starts to build. His fangs become more prominent. His eyes become more bestial. I mean, and he kind of, his whole posture changes. His demeanor about him is different. But most importantly, he becomes a fast boy. (laughs) So, with my shifting, I get three temporary hit points. Nice. And uh, so that's my bonus action. And my speed also increases. So Gunner should have enough speed to run past Vez, run past Jasper, and then run around to the side of this thing. And then he will pull out a short sword and he'll try to stab it. All right. With advantage, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, Jololo. Or, well, it wouldn't have gone off for Jasper, right? No, it's attack roll. Magic missiles auto hit. Okay, so that's a 19 to hit. That will hit. Yes. I like to think, I like to think you're, Joel, so you're guiding Bolt. Mm. Like, how do you want to flavor it? Does it just, like, light up the room so that everyone can see this creature? Or do you have, like, another mechanism to grant your advantage? Like, what's the scene look like? Uh, I think it's just, like... It's kind of like the the light that comes out, or that uh, that he casts is so so bright that it just seems to kind of linger around where it impacted, you know. So it's almost like drawing attention to the damage that's already been done. I guess maybe. Okay, so Gunner Gunner can see this hole in the side from where your blast punctured it. Like the edges are glowing brightly, and you can see like the inner mechanisms of the machine working inside of it. I like that. Yeah, and that works perfectly because, so, like I said, Gunner had got a 19 to hit, and then he rolled max damage. Yes! For a nine piercing damage. All right, so you jump up, and you duck underneath it as its bladed tentacles sweep at you, and it knocks against the wall as it tries to keep itself afloat from uh, the blast that Jasper sent at it. And you jump up, and you grab your short sword, and you stab it right through the hole that Aegon created, and you twist your blade, and there's a snap, a sizzle, and the thing clunks to the ground, dead. Yeah. Gunner grabs his sword, he rips it out of the thing, he looks down at the creature, and he says, they're not messing around this time. (laughs) (laughs) Feel it looks as like, yeah! Yeah! <laughs> and goes to, like, chest bump him in his new, like, shifted form. Yeah, Gunner fist bumps him. He fist bump his chest? He's trying to <laughs> chest bump you. Yeah. No, Gunner goes for goes for a pretty gnarly chest bump. And I think you find that the chest bump is a lot more aggressive than you expected from Gunner. <laughs> because he's in his shifted form. No, if he was into me, he's like, yeah, Gunner, this is awesome. Look at <laughs> and you. I also like to imagine Vez comes around the corner with her fist raised, ready for a fight, just to see that the fight's already <laughs> over. 
<laughs> well, that's that's actually very convenient. So she goes to then look at the body and see who we are working on and what state they're in. Theo's just like punching uh, Gunner's chest a little bit to feel those new muscles. Like, this is awesome. We should here, fight like here, this more here. often. So yeah, Vez, yeah. Vez looks down and carefully steps over the sizzling body of this machine. Occasionally it sparks and its tentacles twitch. You jump every time it does, but like it's it's harmless. And you come around and you look at the body and you realize the body that it's pulling apart is the body of the serving girl <gasps> in the morgue. It looks like it was recycling all of the metal pieces, like all these metal wires and pieces that were inside of her are like halfway pulled out. Oh, dang. We should have buried her. It's like the opposite of upgrading. She's degrading. But wait a minute. That body was given to the captain of the guard. You want to know why they thought he was fishy? Because he is. And this, um, that was a great line. Um. <laughs> I also do want to jump in and say that it, the mortician literally came by with the guards to take the body. Oh, okay. It wasn't the captain of the guard. It was, it was the mortician. The undertaker. Well, that may clear up that for us, but who is over here? Or what else do we see in this room, Josh? Uh, just other other bodies. Like, you take a second, you look over, you find a guy who looks like they were just stabbed. But they look dead and not like they've been torn into. Exactly, yeah. And, like, I think, I can imagine you guys take a second to look through the rest of the morgue. And you go through the other rooms and all of the other bodies are just normal bodies. You know, what you'd expect. Like, people die. You know, one guy looks like he has the bubonic plague. One guy looks like he starved to death, like just normal deaths. But then there's this one charred corpse of the serving girl that this thing was ripping into. So actually, why don't you guys give me a group perception check? Ooh. Well, that's only a five for me. I got a 15. Ooh. 22. I got a 14. 19. Dang. Everybody everybody but Gunner was trying, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Gunner's in in a shift mode. I was going to say, you guys don't find anything interesting. Oh, man. I mean, can we go and look at the boxes and, like, move them around in the storage room to make sure there's nothing underneath of them? Like a secret passage. Well, it's funny that you say that, Janelle, because you guys failed the check to find that. But (laughs) since you wanted to check, you guys move some of the crates away, and you do find a hole that looks like it's just big enough to squeeze into. And when you grab your torch and you look down through the light, you can see the marble flooring of the ruins beneath the city. Oh, man. So we were right. They were they were bringing him up through here. This this uh, mechanical thing came up through that. No wonder we didn't see him around the place. They're using the tunnels to get into everywhere for sure now. That's it's confirmed. But where was the where was the creature going to take the parts? Gunner starts opening the crates. Okay. So you start going through the crates, and you don't find anything remarkable. Like I said, it's all the tools of an undertaker and a mortician and the herbs and spices to make sure the bodies don't smell. But give me a perception check. 
just Gunner. It's a uh, 13. You don't find anything interesting. Oh, no. <laughs> Does anyone... <laughs> can, can, can anyone look through these and see if you see anything weird? I don't see anything, but I'm convinced there is something here. No, I trust you, Gunner. If you don't see it, we can't find anything else. We should move on. I don't know if all that noise we made is attracting attention or not. What was the creature plugged into with his tentacle? Is there a hole in the ground, or does he use it just to hold himself it, up? It, it's weird. It just looks like it was implanted in the ground. Uh, Jasper, how about how about you give me an investigation check? Investigation? That's in a 12. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, you can't puzzle anything out of it. I found a hole. <laughs> yeah, I did too. It is symmetrical. It is pleasing. <laughs> Wait a minute, but, but there might be something to this hole. Can Gunner look at it? You can give me an investigation check, yeah. That's a natural 20. Yes! For a, 20, for a 21. Woo! Okay, so you're based off of what you heard from Theo in the ruins below, and from what you've seen here, it seems that whenever these octopus things have their tentacles implanted in the ground, they don't have to have their eyes open to analyze the world around them. Maybe it's some sort of tremor sense when they're emotionless. So you can surmise that this one and the one below were well aware of you before you were even aware of them. But they didn't try to hide or anything. It's interesting. And they didn't attack until you were hostile. Mm. So the moral of the story Which is, is weird we're the bad guys. The first one you encountered did attack you, but that's also because you found a living person. Mm. Also, Vez, since Gunner made a big deal about somebody double-checking him, she will try to check the boxes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah, you'll you'll push your way past everyone else. They're all like, ah, Gunner, Gunner's good, but Vez is like, I don't trust him at all. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, I guess today is the day of natural 20s, because that'll no be way. 22 for perception. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> all right, so you look through these crates, and you're looking at all the surgical like stuff, like you know some of the knives for like taking out stuff, and you see that they're emblazoned with like the, I want to say the engraving or the calling card of the person who made them, and you see they are all made by a company called it, it, it's initials it's E S Bladeworks hmm like Edward Smells evil squid yep <laughs> is there a really small one that she could like stash in her bag yeah you can grab like a some forceps maybe yeah some forceps or something okay so she can have the engraving for future yeah Man, we found so much today. This is, yeah. this is progress. Way to go, guys. We're getting there. <laughs> we haven't even got to the grove yet. Although, Fio's going to need some new clothes. Uh, yeah. I need them more. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just take Jasper's. Jasper begins stripping. No, Jasper, I was kidding. I'm much too big for your, your teeny tiny clothes. He already has his pants off. No, Jasper. <laughs> no. Your your clothes are too teeny tiny for my big fat body. I weigh two hundred pounds. I yes, think you can fit into it. You're skinnier than me, though. 
and his like honestly your wrist is probably the size of like his waist basically <laughs> wow <laughs> his framework is ungodly and like almost unnaturally skinny for compared to most a, humans you need a sandwich jasper i cannot gain weight but now with that attitude <laughs> we're gonna pump you up later now he takes off his shirt <laughs> What is this? <laughs> yeah, well, he unhooks his overalls. How about that? Yeah, keep huh? keep going. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> no! No! Uh, why don't we try and get out of here and head to the grove, maybe? Maybe that's, that'd be better. Are we just going to leave this mangled thing behind? Or? Yeah, I was going to say we should take the robot somehow. Actually, or push it, not. push it down the hole. <laughs> well, maybe not. Maybe we do leave it because then it's evidence that something else is going on. Maybe, you know. Send and, a message. That way we're less. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Send a message. <laughs> leave a little note that says, "We're watching you." Ooh, woo. <laughs> no. Oh, no. No. <laughs> is it? Would it be able to fit in like a pack? Oh, I don't think so. Like if I don't know. I, the I mean, the, bo- the body's like two feet long. Yeah. Uh, Shove it in one of the boxes. I could be pregnant. Put it underneath my shirt. <laughs> you took your shirt off, though. <laughs> oh, that's right. Eight. Sorry. Sorry. That's not going to work, Nate. You can't fit oh. it in. <laughs> I mean, we could put it in one of the boxes. Okay. Actually, in character, probably. So, should we just put it in one of the boxes? Should we shove it down the hole we just found? Take it with us? That thing's going to be hell to carry. Especially if we're trying to be sneaky. It's not exactly like it fits in. Covered in a blanket and carry it? I don't know. Well, this proves that the the fire person dude uh, didn't do it. Is there a wheelbarrow or something like that? Not in the morgue. Or any, Bring like, out carts? your dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or a cart. Or, or a cart or something, because I could cast Silent Image over it, potentially, and have it be a really box. You guys really just need to do something with it. All right, oh, okay. I light it on fire. No, no hang just, on. Come on, This doesn't make sense. It's do metal. You? It's leaking this ether. <laughs> Please we don't. We can go kaboom-boom. No, yeah, man. it'll really go kaboom-boom. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, Is I there, don't... like, you said there's no carts at all? No. No, okay. not, not in here. Well, I, I don't think we want to make a scene getting out of here. I think we should just kick it down the hole. Or, I mean, is there an extra, is there an empty crate? Could we put it in a crate and just carry it? It's really heavy. Like, it would take two people to carry it. So you'd be very conspicuous walking around with two people carrying a crate. I mean, we're already at a code seven. What's a code eight? It's a crate. <sighs> it's a code eight. Whatever you guys want to do. Code eight's a crate. I think we should put it in a crate and put it by the back door. I mean, honestly, you left the last one in Trevor's home. That is true. Yeah. Yeah, but it was underground. Why not? Why just not leave this here? I, that's what I think, and that's what Theo thinks. All right, let's just push the town somewhere else and leave this thing here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, you know, I, I'm. I honestly, I I'll go with Theo's plan. Just drop it down the hole. I mean, at this point. Yeah. Okay. Either that, or put it in a crate and put it by the back door. Yeah, that's what we do. We're going to do that. AJ's deciding. We're going to put it in the crate, the back door. Done. I have a vial. Can I get some of the liquid that's oozing from it? Yeah, sure. I don't care. I'm asking Josh. Oh. Yeah, Yeah, you you can get a a vial of ether. I'd like a vial of ether. Okay, yeah. So you you can collect a little bit. 
Then right sneak out down. the back and head towards the group. So you guys, are you guys throwing it in a crate or throwing down the hole? In the crate, in the crate. We're doing the crate. It's the crate. Putting it in the crate, in the crate. I also have a perfume vial we can put over it so that it can smell good. <laughs> okay. So you guys take this machine and you throw it in a crate and you leave the crate in the room or do you put it into the alleyway? In the in the room and like the back of the door. Okay. So you just leave it in the storage room in a crate. Yep. Okay. That's what we're doing. All right. So you throw it in the crate, you close it, and you walk out the back door and... You go about your business as if nothing happened. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, share it and our other episodes with your friends, family, and co-workers. Your boss, if you're daring. Visit our website to find your copy of a D&D Quick Starter Guide, and feel free to join our growing community on the various social media platforms in the description. There, we discuss episodes, Dungeons & Dragons, and STEM topics that we all love. Thanks again for listening. We can't wait to see you here at Applied Dungeoneering. The songs, Weirder Things, Weirder Things 2... And Waterkeep are from Tabletop Audio at tabletopaudio.com. Licensed under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 4.0. Creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by dash nc dash nd slash 4.0.